to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have David Kogan Holt. He is a healer, a channeler, and we're going to talk all about how he got started with that as well as what a soulgasm is. I'm very intrigued and I'm excited to learn from him. So hi David, how are you? Hello Alexa, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm thanks so, happy so much to be for here. coming. Oh, I was just going to say thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you. I love your back. I mean, no one's going to, when you're, people are listening, they're not going to be watching, but like, I love your background with thank the, you. My, the bamboo and it's very cool. It's very serene. Thank you. With my home office, I can see the ocean three blocks away. I'm so oh, blessed. There I'm so jealous. I'm looking at snow right outside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see, I love looking at the snow and, and, but people live in it and go, like, yeah, snow. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in California then? San Francisco. Okay. Very nice. That must be so nice to have the ocean like right by you. The kids love it. I can walk to go surf, but take the dog down there. It is a blessing, especially in uh, get some fresh air in these, you know, <laughs> challenging times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For sure. Um, so like I said, in the intro, you're a healer and a channeler, and I would love to like, just hear your story on how you got into that. Well, um, when I was uh, 18 years old, I had a car accident uh, that involved the death of my three-year-old cousin, Christian. And so it instilled a lot of guilt, fear of happiness, a lot of stuff. And around that time, I started really diving into the spiritual world. And so my early 20s, I became massage therapist, learned energy healing. I never went to college, this healing arts just pulled me. And I always had this natural, just obsessive desire to live more as my soul, my higher self. Mm-hmm. And then one day I'm riding my bike along in Santa Cruz, California. And I have this, my higher self comes to me in my mind, surfing through the cosmos on this surfboard, spraying cosmic white light and just coming to me. And I just stopped my bike and to experience it. And one of the things that communicated to me, aside from the sheer love and joy of it, was that my desire to live more in that space was very valid and Mm -hmm. doable and keep going. But despite that, for 27 years of my life, I abused alcohol and pot and destructive and just, I was still a healer, but I did dead end jobs too. And it was just very secretive about it and just a horrible, horrible, you know, kind of suffering. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, sober 10 years now. It's amazing. Work has really developed. I'm now I teach and help people how to connect with that soul essence. And the soulgasm is means that you can feel that orgasmic joy, love, laughter, fun, all this positive energy in a cohesive isness. It's not chaotic. It's just this experience that you have to just feel it and experience it in order to get how good you can feel. And coupled with that, like, that's the gift. That's, that's, mm-hmm. the gift. that's, yeah. the but it also happens to reflect and create amazing things in the world, you know, more money flow thing, just things that are normal everyday life. So it can actually help solve our concrete problems as well. So as a channeler since 2002 and a healer since 1989, I use those two techniques to really channel what people need to hear, what we need to work on, 
and then actually go to the healing and provide the healing to do it. Bringing in your soul power and the power of the spirit to help heal your body, emotions, whatever the case may be. Um, for some reason, this, this story of this uh, 16 year old girl, she had scoliosis and two of us were working on her. And in an hour, her spine straightened out. I had to actually draw a line down her back. I was like, wait a minute. She could touch her ankles together for the first time in her life. No way. After one hour? After one hour. Wow. So it's really miraculous what the body can do. Yet, even scientifically, quantum physics and the reality of our body being mostly water and vibrating molecules at the subatomic mm -hmm. level, it's not surprising it can morph and change and more malleable than we think. I have yeah. found in my experience with my clients and myself, pain doesn't really originate from the body. It originates from the mind, yeah. emotions and trauma and, and different things. That's a whole nother story. But so I a long-winded answer to your question. I was just always a natural healer, natural, wanted to do it mm -hmm. and help people. And so I couldn't not do it. Right. <laughs> I feel like that is a type of career or a type of not job, not job, but like, Profession. like, Profession. yeah, exactly. That like, once you're called, like, how can you say no? Well, people do for a while. Some, but at some point they're probably but at some into point, it. Yeah. But you're right. At some point it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, no, I um, believe in all of that kind of thing. Like I, when I was four, I actually drowned. Um, I don't wow. remember this. Um, I was told, like, I told my parents this story later, but like I drowned at a summer camp and I literally was floating to the top of the pool and someone, I saw a bright light. And someone told me it wasn't my time and I was revived. Wow. That's wild. Alexa. I know. And it, it's like, I wish I remembered it. Like, I don't, I only know. Cause like, this is what that night I told my parents, I went toward this bright light, like, but I don't remember it at all. Well, at least you had the awareness and it's somewhere in your psyche that you remembered it. You told them. So you could be reminded that of same it. day. Yeah. So yeah, that's quite a story. No, I, I had quite a few near death. Experiences. I almost drowned <laughs> as a baby in a, our swimming pool, uh, my grandparents' swimming pool, and somebody saved me. But of course, I was a baby, a toddler. I don't remember it, but it's funny we have that <laughs> drowning. I know. Um, the accident, the car accident, was a miracle in the way that nobody can believe I survived, let alone wasn't mangled. It was a yeah. VW van, got smashed in, totaled. My cousin lived for a week in a coma. Then he passed. He actually, he had already fallen asleep. And so it was tragic. And yet also I was protected for a reason. And I'm still grateful to this day. Like I reflect on that sometimes like, wow, how in the world? I was thrown from the van is the only way I was survived. I had no seatbelt on back in those days in Mexico. And anyway, I don't know why I'm reflecting on that, but... <laughs> Uh, sounds like you were in a car accident and survived also. Yeah, it was a T-bone on my door. Oh, geez. Um, the lady was going like 60 miles an hour or something through a red. Oh, my God. And you survived. 
Yeah, if the reason that we all survived, like the people in my car, but especially me, is we were in a Mercedes. So they have the really strong like build. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it changed That's my crazy. whole life. <laughs> That's crazy. And I even walked away that night. Like I wasn't wow i didn't go to the hospital like i didn't have to do any of it it came out later like a few days later is when i started getting really bad but yeah it's like just situations like it's just so weird and then knowing that like i kind of came from this then it's like when you see all these other car accidents where they'll make a full recovery but it's like will they make a full recovery i mean there's after effects but just because they're survived doesn't mean they're going to be like, okay. Right. So that's like, I think about that now. It's like that. I never thought about that before. Hmm. That's true. Because you had a, didn't you have a concussion? Yeah. Diagnosed and I didn't know for four months. Later, quite a bit later. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you just don't know. Yeah. And um, to kind of switch gears in being a healer, there's so many different kinds of healing traditional medical doctors save people's lives every day. Right. You know, so the holistic and the traditional, I think, are learning to work more together as a complementary. There's a time and a place for everything. Right. Use what's appropriate. <laughs> Use what you need. You know, I work with people um, sometimes with migraines, which are traditionally medically incurable. But within a month or less, I can have people free of migraines. So those are monsters. I suffered sometimes as a kid and yeah. It's my joy to help people with those because I read some, some posts and people are just like, I'm waiting half my life. I feel I'm waiting in bed in pain, waiting to die. I mean, that's how severe some of these migraines can be, but that's one example of, you know, use anything and everything that's appropriate for your healing. Exactly. That's why it's, it's multi um, faceted. Like there's not just one way to cure someone. Right. Or help somebody or manage or whatever it may be. Like you have to go through all the different right. areas. I find often once somebody decides, not always, but somebody decides to heal, then they're more apt to research yeah. and draw and attract those people to help them. Um, I agree. You know, the conversation we had before the show, I don't know. But what if I could help you with your pain, be free of it? How did you attract that? How did you, you know, bring that into your life that some part of you might've said, you know what, this is no way to live. There's another way. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's me me personally or not, I'm introducing you to the idea of, hey, people have cured themselves of cancer, AIDS, all kinds of things through different ways, through even just diet or energy healing or this or that or the other thing. So anyway. It's food for thought. (laughs) I like it. No, it's a good food for thought for all my listeners. (laughs) But um, so when we started talking a little bit like about a soulgasm, when was your first one that you had? When did I get desoulgasmized? No, (laughs) I just made up that word. I don't know if that's even a... Um, we can use it. (laughs) It was was when um, my higher self came to me on that bike ride. It was just... visceral feeling and since then I've had many and it's just this 
one time during massage, I was working at a spa as a massage therapist for quite a few years. And I decided to switch. I just, want, I just said to myself, I want to switch, meaning mm-hmm. I want to switch from my ego to my soul. And I felt this rush of energy and love and like, whoa. And so I kept doing it. And sometimes I would feel nothing. Sometimes I would feel something better. And sometimes I would feel really good. Yeah. And I kept doing it. And eventually I got to a place where every time I switched, I could feel something positive. And so I thought, wow, I started using it for clients and instilling this technique. Um, And so now to this day, you know, I disclaimer, I do not live there 24 seven. That's my goal (laughs) in this lifetime, but I get distracted. I have my stuff, but I can connect to it anytime and feel that soulgasmic love. And it even gives me body tingles. Like right now I can just, it's this aliveness, passion, a love, joy, and funny. My soul makes me laugh my butt off sometimes. I mean, the images it shows me, the jokes it tells me, it's very playful, reverent, joyful, and, and all, like I said, all these positive qualities into one cohesive isness. So to answer your question, anytime that I really tap in, and that's aside from if I'm going through something, if I'm going through a heavy emotion, mm-hmm. negative emotion, now that's not really the time to try to connect and feel all better. Right. I'm going through the process. So aside from that, I, I, I'm so grateful that I've, I've spent a lot of hard work and a lot of time being able to do that. For so sure, now, yeah. Uh, now I want to save people time, money, and energy <laughs> by doing this. And as a matter of fact, um, and we'll get into this later in the show, I have found a way to serve many people doing this with an incredibly minimal investment for them. $9.95 to experience in soulgasm in a, in a group setting. So I was very guided to create this. Literally about a month ago, I launched this. And it's, I'm super excited about it. And it's a way for me to give back to serve many at once instead of one-on-one. Yeah. You know, only, you know, I still serve one-on-one and do channelings, but it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, I, I feel so grateful to be through the hell that I went through for so long. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was a jailer. I, w- I felt like I was in jail and I had the key, but wasn't using it just year after year of just these addictive self-destructive behaviors. And, you know, eventually I had the healing tools, the willpower and just January 1st, 2012, that was it. Yeah. And a few months later, now I don't even want to drink. I generally don't want to, I don't think about it. It's not part of my life. That's amazing. I, I go to this annual gathering where we used to, you know, sip, and have nice tequila and party. And I actually found myself wanting to want to just, I knew I had it under control. I never said, I'm never going to drink again. I just wanted to get it under control, but I didn't want to. I just want to. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with that. And, you know, so it's, I can remember how I was, but I have absolutely no relation to it anymore. Yeah. And you probably like see people that maybe were like how you were at one point and it's like now you're like oh I'm glad I'm not them anymore I'm glad I'm not like that anymore too I'm just glad I'm not going through the personal hell 
that I went through for so long, you know? Um, and I want to save people, you know, from that suffering, whether it's physical pain, a disease, emotional turmoil. Um, I feel that's my calling, my service, and, you know, I'm expanding. And here I am on a podcast, you know, I've done a few, but years ago I did a couple and now I'm diving back into it. Yeah. I mean, it's a way to get yourself out there before this week. And I'm like, okay, this is guide me spirit. Cause (laughs) you know, I, I'm not the, I don't know, you know, I don't have any business training. I've had to learn all this, how to, you know, business for myself. So your your wine glasses glasses are great, by the way. That's oh, thank you. Example, you starting a business just recently, like yeah. You know, and I thought, okay, cool, custom wine glasses. And I saw some. Like, Those are funny. Those are great. Well, thank you, thank <laughs> you, know? you. So I think you really have something there. Oh, thank you. I'm trying. I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, what has been like the hardest part and the best part going? Become through your whole process of being a healer, a channeler, going to these soul gasms. Like, what's been the best and the worst, or hardest? Uh, not really, worst. <laughs> that's a really great, great question. Well, I like the worst. I like the worst, hardest. Um, let me think about that for a second. The best part is obviously the soul gasm, being able to feel that mm-hmm. and that more. The hardest part, I would say is not being able to serve as many people as I want. That's really, I just feel I have this gift and I'm here to serve certain people. And I feel I'm not yet. And it hurts personally. It hurts financially. It hurts like, you know, we're in tough times right now, but fortunately I can serve people still through Zoom. COVID really hasn't affected my work per se. Um, and that's the hardest part, you know, is sometimes, you know, a while back, I went on some of these migraine sites. Mm-hmm. And I tried to insert myself and offer solutions and gently help people. And you can't solicit, but you just kind of try to offer something and share a story how I helped people. Yeah. And it just went nowhere. And I was just like heartbroken that, man, I could really help these people be free of these, but they're not, they're not even willing to talk to me, not even to have a conversation. Yeah. So that part I would say is the hardest, just wanting to be out, you know, on stage. I love being on stage, both physical and virtual. It's my home. It's where I feel comfortable. Yeah. And I have been before, um, you know, COVID's kind of shut things down, but now we have the virtual stage still. So I'd say that those are some of the, the hardest parts. And then the best is obviously the healing and the helping. The like best is the whole <laughs> And when I do help somebody, oh my gosh, that's just so, I'm so humble and grateful that I can be a part of somebody's healing and be free of pain or free of this, or, you know, it's only been a month and people are really, leaving some amazing comments in, in this membership tribe that I'm building and beyond my expectations. So I'm, I'm very, well, that's grateful. awesome. 
Yeah, I'm very grateful for it. Somebody already had a soul gas. I'm like, I get it. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, yes, because a lot of people know about their soul, their higher self. Yeah. Can't feel it on a visceral level and experience it. Well, you know, it's, that's sad. It's harsh. It's, yeah. you know, you're missing out, but I feel we're evolving that way that because of who we are, we're eventually going to feel it no matter what we do. Right. I just want to quicken the <laughs> I'm a, I'm a patient healer. I want to use the most powerful, effective ways to help somebody. You know, I can balance your chakras and clear your energy and take maybe a half hour doing it if I was to do it. Or I could call on angels, your own soul, and do it in a matter of seconds. Hmm. Which am I going to do? <laughs> right? Just one in seconds. <laughs> use the, you know, use the power of who we really are. So. Um, yeah. So one thing, um, I was going to ask you, so when you have these healing sessions, whether it's one-on-one or in groups, do they normally feel a difference? Like right away, have you had clients that maybe took a few sessions to even feel anything? Typically they feel something shift the first session. Okay. Depends on what it is. Sometimes if it's a quote, smaller issue, we can take care of it in a session or two, Mm -hmm. but typically for like migraines or health, I have this one month intensive where we do a session once a week okay, and then some work aside from that one hour concentrated session. So for real transformation and change to take place, it's usually not just one session. You know, people realize that. Of course. You know, and it's, and it's kind of relative. For example, migraines. If you suffer from migraines, if a millionaire suffers from migraines, he would literally, he or she would literally pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to be free of them, right? Right. Because it's it's just mind numbing. It's horrendous. And so you can't put a price on it, but we have to. So I went with $575 for the month. You know, okay. Some people think that's a lot. Some people think, you know, if you've suffered from migraines your whole life, that's nothing compared to the money they have probably spent, the quality of life. So I make it very accessible. Yeah. And um, it's something that um, it's, it's, it's something that just, um, it takes what it takes, but typically people feel results right away. And then it just keeps compounding and building. Oftentimes they're free of migraines before the month is out. And we just use it for other stuff. We just use that time for other stuff, other things. So it really is kind of individualized and 90% of the time there's an advancement the first session. Okay. Well, that's really cool. Like, I mean, that must feel so good to be able to know that you're able to help someone, even if it's a little bit or right away. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm impatient. (laughs) I just want to to mess around. I like, I've always gone for the most powerful energy healing techniques, the powerful channeling, the whatever is the most effective. And I've attracted those. I mean, I taught this thing called quantum touch for eight years. And two-day yeah. workshops and beginners, Alexa, were doing work like I just described 
in the first 15 minutes of their practice sessions, taking people's pain from a six to a two or a five to a zero. And they're just doing the technique. They don't even have to believe they can do it. They're just doing it. And this particular technique came from somebody extremely intuitive and the foundation of the work was born. But um, I fell in love with it. Um, now I incorporate it and use things that, you know, are expanded from that, you yeah. know, but still comes into play. I can still use that tool for people. That's just so amazing. And I'm so glad I got to meet you and talk to you about all this because it is so interesting and it's so, I hear more and more about it. Well, so thank you. I'm, I'm happy to come on and spread the word because a lot of people aren't educated about it, don't know about it. Um, and that's one that goes back to some of the hard, hard, worst things. It's like, yeah, it, it, not that healers have all the answers. Traditional medicine has the answer. We have the answer. Everybody just do what you need necessary, but there's much more out there than just traditional, than just traditional or just the norm. But you're right. The spiritual, the mindset, the positive thoughts, the affirmations, all that is becoming more known and widespread simply because it works. Yeah. You know, it doesn't become widespread if, because it doesn't work. <laughs> right. That's true. Um, so this is the last part of our show where I'm going to ask you five um, questions and rapid fire about you and then you'll get to promote yourself. Okay. Rapid fire. I'm on the hot seat. <laughs> All right. Um, your favorite drink. Favorite drink. Um, I don't drink soda and I don't drink anymore. So I'm going to say mango juice. Ooh, that sounds I really good. Mango. mango is my favorite fruit. Well, that actually sounds really good. Um, your favorite TV show. Oh boy. TV yeah, there's show. a lot out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch a lot of current stuff. You know what I think is really funny? I love comedies, The Big Bang Theory. Okay. I actually have never really seen it that much, but I think I've seen like an episode. Yeah, I didn't for a long time either. And then my dad said, you ought to check that out. It's kind of funny. And for a laugh, it's kind of funny. But again, I don't watch a lot of TV shows. I watch more movies. And Oh, what's your favorite movie? Your movie or... Okay, um, long-winded answer. I was long ago in a movie theater and I movie hopped because the first movie sucked. And I'm like, okay, well, this is the only movie showing. I guess I'll go see it. What a lame title, The Matrix. And I'm like, okay, I'll go check it out. I came out with my mind blown. I had no idea what it was about. I loved it. <laughs> I loved the analogy. I loved the sci-fi. I loved everything about it. Um, so I'd say that, you know, um, what, a movie that really touched me was Dead Poet Society. Yep. I've seen that one. Um, and so those two that come to mind as far as heartwarming and sci-fi, um, goodwill hunting, all those, you know, those kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, what is a piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Get sober faster. Get sober mm -hmm. sooner. And five words to describe yourself. Five words, loving, committed, loyal, trustworthy, and fun-loving. <laughs> I like those. Adventurous. And, yes. And what does success mean for you? 
success means to me is being what I called happy, soul-powered happiness. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And where can everybody find you? Uh, HigherSelfAdventures.com. All right. I will put that in the description below. And this was another episode of Hey Alexa. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Thank you.